0: that clock, 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 clock. oh no no well i'm tripping major nutsack right now oh,
1: and welcome to the world of winning! hello and welcome back to an edition of the switchback formula one podcast my name is graham this is just a quick intro it's a pickup where we left off uh, this is part two of our preseason predictions podcast. Last time we had a look at some of the team camp specific questions. Now we move into some more driver specials, uh, some interesting futures, some driver lineup discussion as well. We will preview the 2025 grid as well. But in the meantime, here's where we pick up for him today. We begin a question about Sergio Perez and his Red Bull future. Can Sergio Perez save his Red Bull Siege? We're kind of moving into driver specials now. So. Can Sergio Perez save his Red Bull seat for 2025?
2: Unless he comes out of the box swinging and is on the pace of Verstappen by the time we get to the summer break, no. He's got to be within reason. I'd say three tenths on average, mm-hmm. which I think is perfectly fine for a number two driver. Um, he doesn't save his seat because at the moment, and what I was seeing in testing, he was at least four to five tenths off. And if Ferrari are on it and Mercedes are on it, that's not good enough. In a dominant car that he had last year, he struggled. And this one he seems to have struggled with even more. So I'm not fully in the boat that he's going to be able to survive. If he can fix his qualifying, he'll be sorted. That's the thing. Like He just gets
1: so deep yeah. in the pack that... By the time he gets through the cars he needs to get through, it's usually just a bit too late, and he's lost too much time to make up to get back to where he should be. Yeah, if he can fix his qualifying, Which he should be second, he should be like top five. If he can be top five, then he'd be he'd be fine. But that, that's all he needs to do. That wasn't really the case. Is the thing like he, and that was the, that was the issue? So I think with the form he showed at the back end of last season, will be given optimism that perhaps you know things can be better. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be enough to save his seat unless he has, like, he wins three races in the first seven, for instance. Like, he needs to... That, that's what I mean. Like, he's better than last season because the argument last season, like, he did that to start the season, like, two races out of four, and then that was it. So, yeah, he start, he, could, George. he could start the season well, and it may not be enough. He's to, he has to have a better start for a longer period. Hmm. so is that likely I don't know I think Ferrari are closer this year I think I
2: don't know and that's to so Verstappen
1: like forget even Perez like he's he's very vulnerable in this group and mm. he's the driver I think that the others know they can pressure and think bully a bit yeah I don't think they don't fear him the way they would no, like you, you can bully him like, you you take a Sainz or a Leclerc, a Russell or a Hamilton or Alonso, all those drivers, I think, respect enough and fear each other enough, so to speak. Like, you know, not fear. Like, like the, no drivers afraid of one another, but, you know, they... Especially when you are at the, at the top. But, like, I'll like, throw Norris into that mix too, of course. But Perez is the most vulnerable out of all those. Yeah. With the except maybe you can intimidate Norris a bit.
0: Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: If he's in the lead. But otherwise, if Norris is the one chasing, then you're in trouble. Definitely. And Perez, I think he's a good driver, but like, yeah, there is a vulnerability there. And I wonder if other drivers, other drivers definitely sense that too. And I think that doesn't bode well wheel to wheel. As much as, you know, as punchy as Perez can be wheel to wheel, he can give it as much as he can take it, certainly. But... Yeah, I, I would be worried from that point of view that they're, they all target him. And That's the thing. As much as they might target each other, like, they all commonly target that seat.
2: Yeah, they will do.
1: You know, he is the Red Bull that's vulnerable. They want to go get him. They'll They'll work together almost to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So... I don't think it's gonna be enough this time. There's too much competition for his seat, not just within AlphaTauri, but you also got Carlos Sainz knocking around as well. Um, obviously, you've got Riccardo. I think we need to. Be, I I know we've we've constantly dismissed Sonoda from this Red Bull equation. If he beats Riccardo, he's Ricardo, not in the conversation. Do we need to have a conversation?
2: No, there's not. You don't think so? His name's not even in. His name's not even in the picture. Any picture, so. Ricardo or nothing, so
1: okay. I think there's a bit more competition for that seat outside of the Alfataris or geez, there are the RBs. Mm -hmm. So, for that reason, I think no, I don't think Perez is saving his seat. So, he may have to, and with the driver market, he may have to decide early in the season If, if he thinks things aren't going well. Um, what do you do? Like, would you? Try and stick it out in the hope you can turn it around and get offered a Red Bull seat, or do you decide right? I may pivot to another outfit here because that seat's available now. It may I may have, I could end up in a situation like Ricardo where I could have the rug completely snuck underneath me and no one wants me next season if I don't move quickly.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so I think he will be looking for a seat. I think he does want to stay in F one. He certainly made that clear. Yeah, he's not ready to retire. Yeah. So. He may have to be proactive on it, and he may have to move quickly if he senses things aren't going well to start the season.
2: Mm-hmm. So. It's year four of Perez at Red Bull, so it is
1: year four. And like we've talked about this before, like gen- like Hamilton's like is an exception to a rule here. But generally speaking, you get four or five years usually, unless you're one of the top, 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 top drivers and things go well at that team. Genuinely speaking, you you hit a four or five year period, and then you kind of move on, which is why I expect Ocon to be moving on this year. Mm-hmm. Genu- generally, so you, you know, six-year partnerships and beyond. Generally, they were the best, the best drivers and the best teams, and even then, that's always guaranteed. Like how long was Vettel at Red Bull for, actually? 0-9, 10, 11, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Six years.
2: Yeah, that was it.
1: And that was it. Like, and he expected longer than that, but like that's how that's how it works sometimes. Ricardo, kind of similar, kind of vein, five years at um, mm-hmm. at Red Bull. Uh, Fernando Alonso at Renault was kind of similar, depending on his different stints. But his one one stint was you know about that as well. Uh, who else? Leclerc is kind of in yeah, kind of entering this territory now. He's going to be six, seven, eight years, nine years for the Same kind of thing. Uh, Science is four years and done now at Ferrari.
2: He's moving yeah, on. Yeah, but he's different
1: now. Yeah, but like, but you know, that but that's how it happens. Like, are a be team or driver? This is how it goes. Like, you know, it's Bottas was five years. Rosberg was a little bit longer than that, to be fair, but. Yeah, but that's this is how it goes usually though. Like you're lucky to get five years or more. Yeah, this, this is how it goes. So yeah, Perez will have four years, and I think that'll be it. Really, um, if he gets a fifth, then fair play. But yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening. So no. Anyways, more driver specials. Um, how do you see the Hamilton Russell dynamic in twenty twenty four? Their last year together. I think we could look at this differently now compared to what we used to. Can we? I think so. Knowing now that, no matter what happens, now that we have a finite timeline and Hamilton's time Mercedes is coming to an end, Russell doesn't have to play nice as nice anymore.
2: Gloves off type scenario is what you're saying.
1: I'm thinking, yeah, because
2: before... That's basically what I've said.
1: Yeah, because before we didn't quite know how long Hamilton was going to be at Mercedes. We didn't know. But now we do. Now there's a succession plan. Like, now we know Russell's going to be leading that team. We know now that he can just be like, you know, regardless of what happens, I'm here next year. You're not here next year. So I don't really care if we crash it a little bit more this year or a bit more stingy with driver position or not swapping positions. I'm here next year. You're not. So the team has to back me because I'm the long-term future here. My time is now. Yours is not. Mm -hmm. So... I think we will see a bit more scraps between these two this year. I think we will see a few more scrapes, bumps, arguments, radio tension. I think we will see it a little bit more, just for that reason alone. Yeah. Plus, Russell needs a bounce back year.
2: Mm, he does.
1: He wasn't great last year.
2: No, no, of course not.
1: So I do think things will be a little bit different this year compared to the previous two years where, you know, it was Hamilton's team. He was just kind of you know, he's just grateful to have the Mercedes gig finally. That kind of kicked on a little bit last year. And I think you'll see it again this year.
2: Yeah, definitely will do. That's
1: how I see it. Is that how you kind of see it? Do you have any other thoughts on Hamilton
0: Russell? Yeah. and Russell lol
2: Gloves are off. Mercedes went really good before. Just because, like you say, Lewis is gone, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah,
1: I think so too. Can Carlos Sainz take it again to Chai Leclerc? Can he beat Chai Leclerc in a season?
2: No. Not this year. Just because I think this is the car that Leclerc is going to thrive in the most out of all the Ferraris that we've had. Oh, okay. Not saying that Carlos will do a bad job. I just think Leclerc will be clear in terms of the points. It won't be as close. It'll still be close, but it won't be two or three points or whatever it's been in the last few years. Mm. If you know what I mean. I'm talking like 30-40, something like that.
1: Yeah, my thought on this is so long as Leclerc is happy with the car from the offset, then... I don't think there's a chance because Leclerc beat Science last year. Well, I think Science was more happy with the car last year than Leclerc was for most of it.
2: Yeah, until after Japan, then it Mm. swung back again.
1: And I still, I keep thinking back to that weekend in Monza where Science was at his arguably best, or just before his best, before Singapore, and Leclerc still wasn't quite there yet. And it was barely enough to beat Leclerc.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Barely enough. And I just keep coming back to that. Well, once Leclerc is comfortable, there's a clear difference between the two. And I think you will see that again this year. Kind of similar. Maybe not as bad as 2022 was, but I do think you'll see that again. Uh, kind of maybe that, some, some of that disparity again between the two. Like there should have been in 2021, like, you know, Arguably, maybe it should have been at times in twenty twenty three as well. Yeah, so I think you will see that now. Science needs a good start again this year. Uh, I think his market's basically set. Everyone knows who Carlos Science is, so I think you know he doesn't have to really. You still don't have a disastrous year. You know that's.
2: Yeah, you won't have a disastrous year. It's a disastrous year.
1: I don't think so either. Uh, I think his confidence will be knocked somewhat. I think he will be somewhat affected by some of this stuff. But, Mm. yeah, I still think he'll be close enough to Leclerc to keep him honest. And those two have a good working relationship. That will continue to be the case. Uh, But I don't think you'll see a situation where science beats Leclerc this year. Yeah. I think that is how I feel about that. This is one of the big questions for 2024. Does Lando Norris finally win a race in 2024? Because that's when we talk about a question we have is who's winning their first race in F1 in 2024 we're picking between Piastri and Norris here for being honest no no nope
2: How we'll I? find out
1: okay uh, did I ask that question separately by the way did I? Did I like, you did I did okay. you did. so does Norris win a race in 2024 is my question yes he does
2: okay however it'll be very circumstantial because there are going to be a lot of cars in front of him that have to fall first. I don't think it'll be pure pace, basically. It could be like a a wet race or he just gets a lucky safety car or something like that rather than him doing it on merit.
1: Okay. I think it will have to be in a situation like that as well. And I think it's possible that he doesn't have the same he won't be in the same position where he was so often last year, where he was in second, just waiting for Verstappen failure. He could, but he won't. It, I don't think those chances would be as. I don't think he'll have as many second place finishes this year as he did last year. Not me either. So that will limit his his options. I think it will be. I have to be. It will be. Have to be a situation like that, like a, a, a monster Monaco lap, for instance, something like that.
2: Yeah, where, right. like you say, it's Monaco you qualify. Where you finish, basically. Mm.
1: Whether he gets a chance on like a like of a Silverstone again, maybe with something with high speed, maybe it would be interesting to see. But yeah, I think we need to learn a bit more about the characteristics of that car and where it could excel before we place a specific location and where he could maybe break through. Yeah. So that would be my thought on that. But I think, yeah, given that they have got such a stronger platform this year and how many races there are, I think there will be a chance for him to sneak one in somewhere. And I'm not, I'm not talking sprint. So we're talking Grand Prix.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I think there's, yeah, I think 24 races. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, I used the Alpine 2021 Alonso thing for the podium where we predicted that. So many races. One. One <laughs> is all it takes. I know there's one position you're looking for rather than like the three for a podium. But, you know, there's a lot more teams ahead of Alonso in that from that in that year as well. So, yeah, I think one will happen once. We'll see. We're due. I think we are due at this stage. We are. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, of his teammate, though, what are your expectations for Oscar Piastri in year two?
2: Lander So if he makes any mistakes, then he can be, be there to pick up the pieces, which is what he was doing at some points last year, i.e. Qatar sprint. Um. Understand the tyres so he's not struggling in the race. This Looks is the like big, he hasn't, yeah, hasn't yeah. That's the big question uh, I
1: have for Piastri this year. Is has can he get if he can fix his tyre wear, he'd be right there with Norris, especially with obviously you take a you know, you expect he'd take a step up in terms of you know, he's racing a track he's now raced at, he's got his rookie season behind him, he's got his first podium behind him, you know, he should be able to kick on now. It's the yeah. t- the tie wear is the big question. If he can so- if he can sort that, then he's right there, because he's basically there with Norris in qualifying anyway. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: But yeah, the tyre wear is his big his big question mark. If he can do that, then we can have, have a spicy McLaren year ahead of
2: us. We could,
1: because I think that, I think there's a, there's a tension there waiting to happen. Yeah, I agree. Bubbling, it's. It's not there because Piastri hasn't quite been quite there on Norris's level. But he's he... not.
2: Yeah. If if say if Piastri won a race before Lando did.
1: Well, this is the thing. He's dealt that first that blow. Would,
2: that would upset the apple car a lot.
1: Has it not already. He won the sprint. He's won something.
2: Yeah, but that's. I I think in Lando's eyes, it's not a race win. Hmm. I don't think he takes the sprint as seriously.
1: I don't know, being the person that didn't quite take the, the you know the, the, the main accolade of the year.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't I know. suppose.
1: It could be enough to spark something. Yeah, I think yeah. you I think you'll see a little bit more tension between those two this year. Maybe not much, mm-hmm. but I think I think you will Maybe see something bubbling.
2: Buddy Buddy Buddies.
1: No. I don't think so. So yeah, Piastri. I think he will make a step up. I think he will be closer to Norris. There will be races, of course, where the tire wear won't be as bad. You know, there there will be places like Hungary, like Bahrain, like Japan, where these issues will be a bit more prevalent. But mm-hmm. for the tracks that won't be, then yeah, these two I think will be quite close. Yes, uh, that's gonna be exciting to see. Right next on the list, then, what happens if Lance Stroll has another very poor season? Does he stay <laughs> or does he go?
2: I, I've I've written down nothing. It's stroll. <laughs>
1: Yeah, having seen episode one of Dry to Survive, I'm like, ah, they, they really yeah, are into the death, aren't they?
2: Yeah, nothing nothing's happening.
1: Ah, which is annoying.
2: And unless he T-bones Alonso on purpose and stores machine guns and brings out the machine guns and what have you.
1: Like Lawrence Stroll can't live in this in this pendulum forever. He can't live saying he wants to win the championship, he wants to be in the top three, etc., while also having Lance Stroll in the car. Like, at some point, he'll have to accept that. I don't know when he, he will, won. if he ever he will. will, but he's waiting... He
2: will buy another team before that happens.
1: He is... Well, imagine he got into the dual ownership thing. Yeah, jeez. Zach Brown would be furious. Uh, but, like, he's waiting... To, he's waiting. He's literally waiting until, like, there's actually a championship winning Aston Martin.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: and then when the other driver isn't Lance Stroll uh, like either wins the yeah like wins the driver's championship but then loses the constructor's championship and uh, yeah it's going to be interesting but yeah I don't know part of me thinks that and part of me thinks Lawrence Stroll is dedicated enough to winning that he will surely understand the weak link at some stage it'll have to happen
2: you, think, you would think
1: if this season is especially poor I could see the conversation happening yeah because, I mean, what, what year are we in with this now? Like, it is a while. So, I don't know. Some point it'll have to give, but I don't know when it'll happen. So, hmm. we'll see. Does Fernando Alonso end his drought for a race win in 2024?
2: I've put yes, but in similar style scenario to Lando, circumstantial.
1: Yeah, I think it'll have to be that as well. A Monaco special, I think, would be up there for us as well. Yeah, um, I think he can again. There's there's a lot of races. I think it will happen, but yeah, he will need some sort of break to go his way. Whether it be like a late tire offset or something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, give him a chance though; he will absolutely grab it.
2: Yeah, definitely will.
1: You know, he would have done it in Monaco last year had the team not got the call wrong. Yeah, but uh, anyway, and it's even it's not even a guarantee he could have finished ahead then, but. Yeah, I think he will, because uh, he's definitely determined enough for us. And he's talked about all this nutrition stuff that he's been doing. Uh, he's he's in better physical condition than he's ever been in, so he's got everything he needs, I think. And I think the car, yeah, it just depends on look, it's like it's like always. Like, the driver's never been the question with Alonso. It's just has he got the car? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, upgrades. I think I don't think how that car is at the start will define that car. It's how it upgrades if it can upgrade so that'll be the key there for Aston Martin so it will be fascinating but like if there's a race win to be had then Alonso will have it
2: 100% and you
1: know, that's a testament to his to him as a driver so he will maximise what is in that car if there's anything in that car to have then he will bring it that's, that's mm. how I see it yeah right how long for Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly how long between the tension between those two flashes again
2: I have. Do you want my honest answer? Yeah, hit me. Because I've put race l- race one, let LMAO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not too far off you. I have Jeddah.
2: Just purely because I think they're going to be very frustrated at the car. So I think the fact that they're both driving around a P19 and P20, or near as damn it, then they'll just start sending it on each other and something will happen. They'll
1: only have themselves to be, yeah.
2: Yeah, and you know how that goes, so.
1: Yeah, well, it worked well for Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Heck, we even saw a few scrapes between Russell and Kibitza in 2019. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that bad in terms of where they are on the track, but yeah, I don't think it'll take long here. I think it will be. just a nice flashpoint for it. it it's nice and early. It
2: happened last year.
1: High speed, yeah. Happened between, yeah. Well, yeah well, and the year before with Alonso, with Ocon Alonso, yeah. Uh, high speed, you know, yeah. Back and forth, car shit. Yeah, I think they'll be frustrated, anyways. Then they'll have each other. So yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll be pretty early, early this year. Um, then again, it was quite early last year because then it was Australia when actually things actually began to kick up.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, my scenario this year. Uh and speaking of then, who makes the Alpine team their own in 2024? If they even want it at this stage?
2: <laughs> See, I've interpreted this question a bit differently. Okay. Because <laughs> I put Andretti. <laughs> 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 but if in terms of drivers, um I would actually say Ocon purely because he's already got the team has his own he thinks he's the number one anyway so he will do his utmost to make himself the number one
1: see I think Ocon's wishy-washy because I think he's on the way out and now that the team's bad I think he'll look to jump ship and yeah. I think Gasly's the type that I think Gasly's kind of stuck because he's just got here like Ocon is least like this is year five for Ocon I think now with Alpine the slash Renault from 2020 so mm-hmm I think we've reached the end of this relationship with them. Whereas Gasly's just starting. I think Gasly will want, you know, he can make this team his own. He can galvanize it to, you know, rally around him. Like, you know, Estefan left you. I'm I'm going to be sticking it out here. You know, stick with me. I, You know, we'll we'll sort this out together. I think he can, this is like, you know, he's got a chance to make this team his own, which is why he's wanted. He, he had that at Avatari. At you know, he's pretty good at that when the car was good. So I think don't. he... I think he'll stay I think he will make this team his own I think he'll be motivated to drag them out whereas Ocon I think is on the fritz uh. of the exit here and I think I don't think he cares enough to uh, I, think he was, he's, I think he's out for himself more so than not every driver's out for himself of course but I think he's more out for himself at this stage given the relationship where he's at now with things compared to Gasly I think Gasly will stay I think Ocon will go so I think Gasly will yeah. make this his own. Plus, I think Gasly's a better driver. And he's in year two. Yeah, no, I agree. And he's, better, he's in a better place, you know, in terms of how he's embedded into the team, knows people now. Uh, I thought for the most part, once he got going in mid-season, you know, he was the better of the two drivers. They have both had reliability stuff, Ocon a bit more so. But um, there were times where Gasly felt he would got absolutely shafted. And I don't disagree with him. Like... Uh, like Abu Dhabi Japan for his absolute Shekhazeria it's finest Mm. so yeah I think uh, I think Gasly will be the one to emerge on top here and he'll be here for the long road ahead Yeah, Uh, at least I think so speaking of the road ahead what does the road ahead look like for Daniel Ricciardo and Yuki Tsunoda is Ricciardo back does Yuki (laughs) Tsunoda have another step to make what happens to either or both drivers if they don't meet expectations. This is one right, of the quieter subplots this year, isn't it?
2: So it's clear the first one. Or if they don't meet expectations, they're both gone. right? because I'm fully under the impression we'll basically get a clean slate at RB next year. Anyway, I've been on that boat for a long time. Um, but that also depends on how the juniors do, because if there's no one's put in it, then what's the point of getting rid of both? But I'm fully on board that one of them goes regardless. Because right, Lawson is coming in for 25. Unless things majorly change for him. Um, is Ricardo back? In a sense, yes. Is he quiet to the same level as he was in past? No. But there'll be patches of it, though.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say not yet.
2: Not yet. Maybe towards the end of the year, yes. But I think he needs a couple of years at be before he's fully back yeah yeah to believe in himself that he can do it and what have you but I think that'll be his ceiling that'll be it his F1 career will go no further um Yuki I personally don't think he needs to make another step up in terms of his own career because I think he's good enough to make the move now I just don't think other teams look at him in the way they should because mm. he's not in the com- like I said earlier, he's not in the conversation for the Red Bull seat, even though he should be. He's not in the conversation for the Aston Martin seat anymore because that's probably going to go somewhere else. Right, yeah. just to go. This
1: is the thing. Like now, scientists now in the has moved ahead, like mm. unexpectedly, move ahead of him in, in that sense.
2: Yeah. So where does he go? Because there isn't fucking many other places left. Um, but yeah. So it it's basically. I think Yuki's done that RB regardless this year. Okay. Is whether Ricardo can survive himself and prove enough to himself within the outfit to Laura Mackeys that he's worth betting another year on to sort of prolong his career.
1: This situation is really interesting. It can go so many different ways. First of all we've got we have a, again, like we did last year, we've got a situation where it feels like both drivers can't win, so to speak. Like there one yeah. there's one definition of loser and one definitive of winner, so to speak. The winner basically Ricardo like goes up to Red Bull. And if Sonoda wins, I don't know like Ricardo loses then. Like Ricardo's basically done. Hmm. So that's that's a difficult situation to have. Um the thing the good the good news for them both is that they'll have the chance to do something, they're gonna have a chance to score some pretty almost semi regular points. Yeah. So they don't have a chance to kind of showcase themselves better than last year's car, which I think will bode well for Sonoda because he drove really well last year, especially when the car was a pile of shit and the, la- like the worst car on the grid, and he still managed to get some like, points and some P11s. That kind of performance this year would turn, I think, would be close to like a P8 or a P7. Mm. So I don't know. It's, we've got a really weird situation. So like is basically advertising himself for the entire grid at this stage, yeah. Ricardo's only interest is Red Bull at this stage. So, which I think Red Bull want, basically want Ricardo to give them the first excuse to bring him back up. Cause I think that's what they want. They want Ricardo in the car for 2025. Assuming like, assuming they, they don't want any part of science for whatever reason.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Ricardo would be like, their best case scenario is Ricardo is what he was. And they bring him back. That's what they want. That's what he wants. If that's how it, if, if there's any path that, that happens, then that's what that's what will happen. Like that's Ricardo will be back. I don't know if he'll reach that because I think Snowden was quietly better than him. But we also take into account Ricardo's injury. Even if he doesn't want to use an excuse, it has to be a factor. Like it's
2: it will be a factor. So, but now this, and if things do go wrong, it will get bought up.
1: Well, it shouldn't this year. That was the that's the excuse last year for why he wasn't quite as good. But people undersell. Sonoda. yeah so here's the thing so unless yuki is miles ahead ricardo and he's like in this place where he's getting like p4s and p5s Mm -hmm. then if i think if yuki does that then there is a path for him to go to red bull if perez doesn't perform
2: you think that okay but i've got a feeling i know what you're going to put down now so, but like,
1: that's always <laughs> the unrealistic path. It's like, that's an, unreli- that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation to have for Sonoda. Like, that he's going to be finishing fourth, fifth, and get podiums. Like, yeah. but, that, but I feel like that's what Red Bull would have to want him to do to actually justify them actually taking him. Hmm. Even though we're reaching a point where, you know, this would be a big year. Like, is for Sonoda, is like, I think Albon's in a similar boat. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: are we looking at the drivers? Like, if they do what they did last year, this year, and this is who they are and any f1 team can work with this so we're we're basically establishing for these drivers like Albon and and sonoda this year like are we now establishing them as like now they survived their first four years four or so years now we can they're gonna we can see them making it to year 10 now maybe this is the this is the this is the territory I think we're in for Sonoda and Albon like and then, and then how far can they jump up the grid now like can do they have another level in them so Sonoda I think has to reach that to get to Red Bull I could foresee a situation where they actually both end up staying I've come yeah. I've kind of come around on this now before I think it was a certainty that they would one or both would leave RB I could see a scenario where they both stay.
2: Yeah, it does. Uh...
1: It does depend whether Red Bull move for science or not. Yeah, that's the thing because I think Perez is gone regardless.
2: Yes, yeah, so where they are,
1: and they want Ricardo there, but I think they're smart enough that they won't just stick Ricardo if he's actually not got it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't put Ricardo up if if Sonoda beats him. Like, yeah, you just can't. They, they, like, well, I think they just like, well, realistically, they can't, but they may still. And so they may look elsewhere. They may, you know, they, I don't know, like, will they just stick Ricardo regardless and just move Lawson up? Who knows? But I think there's a possibility that they could get Sainz in for Red Bull and then the Yuki and Ricardo both stay. Because they've,
0: yeah. we're,
1: we're in a transition point now where I don't think RB is what it used to be in terms of like, we're not looking for feeding drivers for Red Bull, at least right now. Mm. So you can have an experienced lineup. And Sonoda's a perfectly capable set of hands now. So until he's able mm-hmm. to maybe make the step up, maybe to somewhere like an Aston or somewhere like a William, for example, or something like that, then I still think there's a path for him at RB still. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it's a done deal that we can get a fresh lineup there. I I've kind of come around on this now. Um mm-hmm. so there's a chance they both stay. There's a chance they both go. And there's a chance that if Ricardo goes, then Yuki stays. Pretty much. And then you just bring Lawson up. But I don't think this Lawson thing's a done deal. I I don't you know, I don't I don't think we're at a done deal with that. Depending on how yeah. things go. This the market's too unpredictable now. Right now. And heck you've also got to take into account the album rumors that have gone around as well with Red Bull. And that to keep in mind
2: yeah I'm not going to read too much into those.
1: maybe not, but it's we have to have it open for now, like it's it's out there, and you know we we think there's no smoke without fire, then maybe there's something there, even if it's yeah. just to keep their options open, like this is the thing. so this r b subplot, there's so many ways different ways it could go. I could see a situation where Soda beats Ricardo. I really do. I see that scenario more so than Ricardo getting his 2020 form back.
2: Can't see that one happening.
1: So, you know, I can I see that for Sonoda more so than I can for, Ricardo, for Ricardo's case. I can see it going both ways. I really could. So, but the bottom line is they're going to have the car to be able to, to do something with, to show Red Bull something, whether, whatever that something is.
2: Yeah, basically. Uh,
1: Sonoda should be a driver... Every team's looking at. Should be Sauber should be looking at him. Williams should be looking at him. Alpine should be looking at him. Red Bull should be looking at him if he does a good enough job. You know, yeah. ev- everyone should be looking at Sonoda because he's gettable. He's absolutely gettable. And if, if Ricardo goes, and RB should keep him because that's a driver you can measure against. Hmm. So, I I, re- I've, I have no idea how this will go. This is one of the more interesting subplots of the season to me. Right here is this RB situation with the drivers. I have no idea. I, I don't find- even I could- my I'll, I'll for the sake of making a prediction, I'll say Sonoda beats Ricardo.
2: Okay. I will also say the same.
1: Okay. Like Ricardo's shown the flash. Like he Mexico has to be the standard. Like, like that's what he did in Mexico with that car has to be the hope that you believe in. It's like, right, well, he maybe he can do it. Maybe he can get back to that spot. We didn't see really afterwards, after he did that. So yeah. that's why I'm a little bit skeptical. Like, I wanted to see him do a little bit more after that, but it didn't quite happen. I, and But hmm. we did see Sonoda beat him over a number of races after that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I want to see how that develops. But I th- I'm going to... Put my camp in this. I'm gonna put my place my bet in the Sonoda camp for now. That's fair. That's my prediction. Um, if they don't, if well, if, they, if they both don't meet expectations, I th- I think there's a safe spot for Ricardo at RB if he doesn't quite meet the expectations. Not I, I don't think there is for Yuki.
2: No, I, I think I think they're both gone if the bone don't clean slow. New management won't want to have two drivers. One of them staying around. If if they've both been shit, when their car's been good, they'll both be gone.
1: That's a very fair point. Again, it's one of the many reasons that I'm just absolutely fascinated by it. It's it's maybe the battle I'm fascinated by the most because it has so many ramifications on so many other positions on the grid.
2: It does. It does.
1: So, yeah, that's why I'm really interested to see how it goes. So, yeah, Synod and Ricardo, RB. It'll be a fascinating dynamic in twenty twenty four. This is one of my favorite topics for this season, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out because uh, I think it will um, have ramifications across the grid.
2: Yeah, you can find out in part two what else Graham thinks on.
1: that. <laughs> I know. I mean, jeez, man, I know. There is a lot. We're
2: not even three quarters of the way through. Yet. Are we? We're not... Two hours in. Oh,
1: Jeez. No. Okay. Sorry. Let's, let's, let's get move on.
2: Jeez. <laughs> uh, no. Some. To be fair, some of these are pretty much one word answers.
1: What about
0: basically?
2: This?
1: Oh, well, this one? This one. Is Logan Sargent a dead man walking in 2024? Is there anything he could do to save his seat?
2: Be Albon. Ooh. That is the only thing he can do. Right?
1: I think he could save his seat if he's close enough to Albon and Albon leaves.
2: Yeah, all that.
1: I, th- I think that he can do. Because Valls has said it's not an absolute certainty that they'd put, they'd put Antonelli in that car if, they, if Mercedes don't choose to... to Select them. Yeah Now I I don't Maybe like I could actually believe A situation where, where James Val is like No I'm sorry Like I don't want Antony for one year No Like Claire Williams One of the best things She did was get Three years out of Russell Yeah it was You can work for three years That's absolutely fine One or two years For Vals' vision At Williams I don't know I, I could see Val saying No thank you we, We've got our own thing To do here I'm not interested in getting, preparing someone else's driver. I want my drivers. Exactly. That's a, I could see Vowles. Now, Anthony could be that quick. He may decide, decide to put that to the side. But I could see Vowles genuinely saying that. And so, from that standpoint, there is a chance for Sargent there. But like you say, he's got to either beat Albon or be very or close. Or be close
2: too. Yeah.
1: If we think where that car is going to be, regular point scoring has to be the thing for Sargent this year. That has to happen.
2: Or as near as damn it. Yeah, it needs to be P eleven.
1: If Albon's tenth and like and like Sergeant's eleventh, then that's that's fine.
2: Yeah, it's no, no problem.
1: Yeah, but so I, so my, so my opinion on that has changed since the end of last year. I thought before Sergeant was a dead man walking.
2: And he, I I don't think he's a dead man walking anymore.
1: I think he's got a chance, but he has to either do that, or hope Albon leaves and vowels seeks continuity. Yeah. Now. Do you think he'll keep his seat? No. I don't either. But
2: there is a path. You'll see. You'll see why. Okay.
1: I think there's a path for him to do so, but he's got to perform. I don't think he has that level in him. Especially what I've seen from testing and how he's felt with that car. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. Uh, speaking of, though, uh, we can't mention this briefly when we talk about Sonoda. Does Alex Alpine have another level in him to secure top drive? Does he have another step he can take?
2: No. He's not that guy, He's a perfectly fine midfield driver and that's all he will be.
1: I agree with you.
2: I think he's as good
1: as he's going to be and that's absolutely fine. This is a good level for him to be at. If he had a good car, he could easily be fighting for a podium or two a year.
2: Yeah, he, he, he would be fine in a McLaren or an Aston. I just don't think he's got what it takes to go to a red bull a Ferrari or a Mercedes yeah personally I think perfectly fine number two driver in my opinion
1: I do think his confidence is too much of a factor with him
2: yeah yeah. if he's not in an environment where he can thrive and people blowing the smoke up his arse then I don't think he's going to work because that's basically what he's got at Williams the team's his and he'll have people telling him that he's the one and all that so I, I I just know that's what he needs as a driver to to work. So confidence is key. You got to believe in yourself sometimes, but it's not what it, your entire career should depend on it,
1: though. You think of like the confidence that like a science has, or Alonso has, or Leclerc has, or a Russell has. It's just Albon's just not in the same bracket. Yeah. I just think he'd really struggle again if things if things went bad again i think he would just uh, tailspin
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I think, I think he's perfectly good where he is dare i say half a step above in terms of like a, a seat somewhere else like an aston Martin or a mclaren yeah i think absolutely but yeah i don't think he's got another big step in them to establish like we need to get this guy into a red bull for 2026 maybe even 2025
2: yeah that's not happening.
1: i don't think so either uh next then who wins the Audi shoot gig shootout between Bottas or Joe? Or are they both out at the end of the year? Does Joe have another leap in him? Does he have anything left?
2: I have gone with both are out.
1: Both out? Okay.
2: Yeah. Just because the way I see the market going, I think two new drivers are coming in. The Osido's choice and the board wanted two new drivers. One of them to be a German at the end of last year, and I think they only extended this year them into this year just to see what could happen, mm. because they could see what was potentially happening in the driver market for this silly season coming up. Because uh, I think they could benefit longer by waiting a year.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, obviously they got so much more choice this year, of course, as well. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly.
1: Uh, the last one I'll answer first. Does Joe has no, does, does Joe have another leap left in them? If no. he can fix his qualifying, I think he'd be well up there. But I don't see that happening, and there's never been He's evidence. Never, yeah,
2: never ever been good at qualifying,
1: even in F two. Like, like, he had great drives through the field, but it's hard to do in F one. The competition's too fierce. If he could fix his qualifying, I think he would finish ahead of Bottas. But I can I don't. I don't see it. I just. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. So. I think he's out at the end of the year, regardless, because I think the only reason he's still there is because they want at least one Chinese Grand Prix with him. Pretty much. I I just think that's how the wind is blown, and they didn't quite get enough sponsorship out of Djokovic to uh to get him in. So, yeah, that was that. Bottas I think has been perfectly serviceable. I think actually, I, I think actually Bottas is in for a better year this year than last year. I think Bottas will have a quietly solid year this year, and. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be enough. I think there's something else for Bottas somewhere else. Yeah. So, I think they will be both out at the end of this year. Yeah. So, the, the, in, in, so in short, no one. They're both. They're, neither of them are winning the Audi gig. <laughs> but if there no. was one, I think it would be Bottas at this stage. Yeah. Okay. Now, similar question, but for Haas. Are Kevin Magnussen and Nico Huckberg fighting for the final Haas seat, or are they both doomed?
2: I have gone with the fact that they are both doomed, but more point on the fact that Hulk will have made the decision to leave the team anyway. So I think Magnussen's done, unless he performs miracles this year. Because right, regardless, as long as Behrman finishes top five, done. In, right, that's, that's a given. And I think Komatsu wants to put one of his own drivers in as well.
1: So... So you actually think right. Komatsu won't have a say in this matter
2: You think, you think be doing?
1: I think Gene will have the say Okay And uh, we know we'll, we'll float Gene's boat Okay I'll see where you're going with that we will really see where we are going But I think you just think they're both in such different places Like Magnus is just happy to be in F1 I think he's just gratefully he got a, ra- a route back into F1 like, He's just happy to make up the numbers Hulkenberg actually wants to move up the grid Like he actually actively wants that Audi seat Mm -hmm. and he's the better of the two drivers but I think between the other circumstances going on with the team and now Steiner is not there and he was responsible for for bringing both of them in I don't think either of them are safe now as a result okay but yeah I think Hulkenberg actually has aspirations to go somewhere else maybe that's the argument for Magnussen actually staying but I don't think it'll be enough yeah okay so we both agree that they're both out at the end of the year
2: yeah, I I agree with that. Okay,
1: Um uh, most improved driver. So even though there's no uh rookie, so to speak, or or the sorts, well, who do you think is have a chance to improve this year in 2024 compared to their 2023 performance?
2: We mentioned it earlier, Mister Saturday. George, oh, yes, Russell.
1: yes. I had Russell down too, which seems so odd. We have such a high-ranking driver at this spot, but I completely agree.
2: Yeah, because you can only get better. Right? It wasn't a brilliant year. It just makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm counting on the bounce-back season for Russell. Obviously, Sargent's got an obvious opportunity here, obviously. Um,
2: it's not hard to improve on not, last. no,
1: No, not hard at all.
2: Or um, Magnussen. Magnussen, Magnussen. Magnus. and Bottas Magnus.
1: have good scope here too. I agree, I think Russell will definitely be a lot closer to Hamilton this year than last year, because it was not he wasn't really quite there, like, on occasion, but not a lot. Yes. Okay, excellent, wow, interesting agreement there, I didn't, didn't quite expect that, I thought I'd outlandish a little bit with Russell there, but no, okay.
2: No, will we agree on this one though? <laughs> uh, because I think I've gone quite bold on this.
1: One. I don't know, I feel like maybe not, I've gone bold on this I think. Driver who we'll be disappointed with in 2024.
2: Alex Albon.
1: Oh, you've done it. You've done a me.
2: <laughs> Not because I, I don't think he'll have done bad. I just don't think he'll have lived up to the hype that everybody seems to be giving him.
1: Well, this is, see, this is the justification I gave for last year. <laughs>
2: I, know, I know. The year before was, yeah, warranted. But last year's wasn't, I don't think. Which is, makes so, yours this year even worse. <laughs> no, but he's, he's being linked with top seats, Graham. That that's the point. True. I don't think that's that is more the precedent I'm I'm not saying he's going to bad. I'm just saying that I don't think people are gonna be as happy with him this year because he's not performing miracles in a car that can only drive in a straight line. If you know what I mean. Hmm. He finishes P fourteen. Wow. Great. It's not gonna be star studded, effectively. He'll be just doing the job and he will be okay. It'll be nothing stupendous.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh I'm gonna hurt you with this one.
2: You're gonna go fucking Charlie Leclerc on you, dig.
1: I would never do that.
2: I was gonna say. Never. His teammate science. I would, yes. <laughs> I can understand that.
1: Science I just think the science thing, I think I think Leclerc will be so much happier with the car this year. So I think the gap between those two will be a bit uh will be a bit more reflective of where they're truly at in terms of talent. But I think just think Science will be really hurt by this Ferrari thing and his role, his future is quite uncertain. Like, where does he go? Like, where does he actually go? Like, he's not going to be off the grid, but like, he's going to have such a step down. I just think this future thing, he just hates having his future not decided. And it's going to be, mm-hmm. he's now in a situation where he's had to admit that he's going to have to take his time to decide where his future is going to be. Unless he ends up with yeah. a Red Bull season, he's going to be very disappointed where the pecking order is going to be because everything suggests that he's not going to be in the mercedes yeah, the cyber gigs too shit. Alpine now is too shit. That had that had some uh, like dark horse legs if they were actually half good, but now that's gone. He's talked about how he wants to be somewhere for like the next few years. So like anywhere he signs with, he wants to be there for at least three or four years now. So he's not going to do a stopgap here somewhere. So this, un- I think, this uncertainty will affect him. I think he will be disappointing as a result.
0: Yeah. I don't agree with
2: that. Makes perfect sense.
1: So I think that's the justification for it. So yeah, I think science will be a driver we're disappointed with this season. Uh, yeah, that's what I have for that. Here's an interesting one. Will we see an in-season replacement? Now we didn't actually, we didn't actually have this question last year, did we? Uh, we had, this, we framed this under the super sub appearance cause obviously we, and then obviously the, the stroll Strojekovic thing kind of occurred, but that ended up not happening. And then we completely ruled out the fact that Freeze could be sacked off mid-season. It was like well, he's a rookie; he'll get time. Nope. <laughs> so. I'm not making the same mistake again this season Will we see an in-season replacement? No No
2: Definitely not
1: I see one happening okay. Where? If Sergio Perez is as bad as he was last year
2: You think that happens okay. I, th-
1: I think they may take a decision to move Ricardo up And put Lawson in
2: no, Perez out completely, jeez.
1: Perez out completely for the rest of the year. If it's as bad as it got last year.
2: If it's like qualifying scenario, bad, yes.
1: We're talking like Qatar kind of bad, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. You okay. know. No, I, I, I get that, that's fair.
1: Um, or it could be an interesting situation where you you like it's like, do you know what, screw it. Put Sonoda in the car for half a year. And if he doesn't do well, then he's out of the program completely. And just give him his chance, yeah. and like, because like we will put Ricardo up next year, like he'll be up next year regardless. Let's just try Saloda. <laughs> I don't know. I think one, I see Ricardo obviously more so the option there, but yeah, if it gets really bad for Perez, then I think they'll just have an early exit and just be done with it.
2: Because that's no that sense.
1: Because here's the thing: this is where it's going, anyways. As long as Ricardo half performs or performs well, this is where it's going, anyways. So let's just let's just get on with it. <laughs> So that's that's my thought for that. Uh, anywhere else that could be interesting for in-season replacements? I'm not too sure. Not
2: not particularly, unless Sonoda was especially minutes. bad. Yeah, but I don't see that happening.
1: I don't think so either, because one shock result of the season prediction.
2: <sighs> I have. Go on.
1: I have Yuki Sonoda podium in here.
2: Okay. Okay, I did not put that down, but kind of wishing I did. Mm. Um, I'm really annoyed at myself for putting <laughs> Go on. Take two guesses as to what I've put.
1: That's a pr- shock result of the season. Uh, well, was has got to be... We've not, we've not gone for Lance Stroll again, have we? <laughs> no, Luke, No.
2: I've gone for a Lance Stroll win.
1: Oh, no. We did this. We've done this, like, two or three years already.
2: I've got to do it. I've got to do it, because I think that'll be a surprise to Lance.
1: It'll be a surprise to Lance.
2: <laughs> but realistically, a surprise one would be... I I'll be on the podium.
1: That would be a surprise. Or a
2: Hass. Or a Hass. A Hulkenberg P3 would be nice. Mm-hmm. But I ain't so. Yeah, the most realistic one is is yours. Mine is just absolutely ludicrous and bonkers, and needs nine other cards <laughs> to fall.
1: Hey man, it's it's why it's called shock result. That would yeah. be shocking. I,
2: I I just tried to go for as outlandish as I could.
1: Look, we've seen the podium in the last five years, that consisted of ghastly science and stroll. Yeah, it can happen.
2: It can happen.
1: It can happen. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm pretty happy with my Sonoda pick. I think that's I think it's up there. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. If you want to go one step further, you could say like a Ricardo win or something.
2: Mm, that would not be shocking.
1: <laughs> I think it would. Uh,
2: first time. Love is in a Red Bull.
1: <laughs> well, true. If he's going to replace mid, if he's up mid season, yeah, very true. Uh, first time winner slash podium. I've gone with mine for Sonoda, but obviously, again, this you're framing this question as is Piastri or Norris winning a race first.
2: Yeah, so I've gone Lando.
1: Yeah, I have to. I have to. Not until Piastri figures out this tire thing.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, easy enough for that. Uh, podium. I, I, of course I'm at Hulkenberg, so.
1: No, Hulkenberg, yeah. One day it'll happen. One day. Yeah. Closest teammate battle. Now I'm having a late stipulation to this. Over ten points scored. All right. We have we're, we're not having a like a six five situation or a six you know, whatever it is. Like oh they have to score over ten points. Like let's let's get that. Let's get that sword. <laughs> okay, hit me. Alpine. They may have no points scored. <laughs> no, no. Have, I know. They'll score some points, but <laughs> yeah, they'll creep over I, I'm, ten.
2: It is very close anyway. It shouldn't be, but it is.
1: It will be just for different reasons between reliability, yeah. reliability and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, that's probably what I should have gone for.
2: You've have. gone for McLaren?
1: Uh no, I've gone back to Mercedes this year.
2: Okay, fair enough. I
1: got Russell Hamilton, I think.
2: That makes sense.
1: Uh, obviously Signs and Leclerc could be a good shout too, but I think Leclerc <clears throat> could be ahead of that this year.
2: Uh, yeah, I would go against what I've already said, so that would have been my answer. But I I already said Leclerc would
1: smash him. <clears throat> to be fair, I would the answer I would actually like to go for would be Ricardo and Sonoda. Mm-hmm. Because I think the disparity between the two scoring like you're talking about maybe one thing is in the eighth and one phase is like in a tenth, like we're talking quite fine margins, I think. Whereas Russell and Hamilton have a chance to score like maybe like 12 to like six or something or like a DNF is like, then like one scores 15 and the one scores zero or something. So yeah, I'm going to pivot. I'm saying Sonoda and Ricardo. (laughs) Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, On the opposite end of the spectrum, most one-sided teammate battle. Now again, a few more extra points here scored. So uh, is it obvious again, are we having the same two this year as last year? Uh, Maybe uh, Sargent and Albon
2: It would have been on my list But it's not the one I went for
1: <laughs> Alonso Stroll No Oh, okay
2: well, Pretty obvious
1: Oh, sorry, yeah, okay Yeah, Red Bull Yeah, Verstappen and Perez uh, Yeah, that is a very easy answer Yeah, this question's got less fun over the years I think with the Verstappen-Perez thing
2: Definitely has,
1: which is a shame. But here's one that's a good one, though. Who is this a make or break year for? Who needs a big one?
0: I think we kind three of three drivers,
2: we kind of covered a but few of these. Yeah, we've pretty much covered it. I've gone with Joe, Logan, and Magnuson.
1: Uh, I'd so I had a few here, I had both Haas drivers. Uh, yeah, I've Alex Albon here, but I think in the context of a top seat or not. Is Alex Alba making a return to, or a return to a top seat? Mm-hmm. That make or break. Sergio Perez, same kind of thing. Yeah. And I have both RB drivers. Yeah. There you go. Because Sargent can have a make or break here, and it may not even matter.
2: Yeah. Maybe, so, actually, yeah.
1: So... I've gone for like a quintet or a quartet rather of like Red Bull associated factors here <laughs> between <laughs> Albon Perez and both RB drivers. Um, Yeah, that's how I feel about that. 2020, jeez, f- oh, yeah, okay. Fun- haha, funny. Graham's made it, put the wrong year in the document again. Haha. 2024 <laughs> will be the last year in F1, the four blank.
2: Oof. Right, so this is going to give away some of my grid here. Mm-hmm. Magnuson.
1: Magnuson is my number one, for sure.
2: Yeah. Bottas.
1: Okay, wow. Sergeant. Sargent I have down two.
2: I think that's it.
1: Okay. I'd potentially Hulkenberg as well, but my main two are Magnuson and Sergeant. Mm-hmm. I think we need to get ready to say goodbye to them yeah um, look the the usual case I I find the the basketball equivalent of this kind of comes into fray here when you're like a coach or a GM that is hired by the so if you're a head coach that's hired by a GM that's no longer in place your position is under threat and I say the same thing Magnuson and Sargent were not brought in by Komatsu or vowels. Therefore, I think without performance, they are under immediately under threat because they were not the ones chosen in the first place by them.
2: No, exactly. That's that's the easy point, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like no album wasn't either, but that's,
2: that's he's proved.
1: That's fine. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's he's actually performed well enough to that stage, whereas Sergeant isn't. Yet. So that's the threat. Exactly. So yeah, Manson and Sargent, I might too for that one. Uh, we're getting close here now. To be fair,
2: yeah, not much, not much left.
1: Will we see any F1 team promote any of their junior drivers to race for their F1 team in 2025, not 24?
2: <laughs> so, I had put Alpine, and then I immediately put a line through it. Oh, you may, you may have to
1: take that line back out.
2: Maybe. Maybe. I did originally. That's why I put the line through it. Mm. Um, But I've gone for the obvious too.
1: Yeah, there's two obvious ones here.
2: Both in the paramas. So... Antonelli and Behrman.
1: Yeah, it's where do you feel about the Antonelli thing? Is one thing I think Behrman is a
2: done deal. Let's just get. Did yeah, Behrman is a guarantee? Like I said, as long as he finishes top five.
1: When will that be confirmed? When do you think that's that's happening? Do we think after Monza?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Get, normally, get him in for the flyaways. Get him in for the FP ones. He's only six of these things anyway, isn't he?
2: Yeah, so F- that's like what I mean. Me. Yeah. Unless he's an absolute idiot and he's not gonna. <laughs> and chuck it away. Yeah, yeah,
1: we're talking like Yuri Vips' level of throwing it away, fumbling the bag.
2: Yeah. Fumbling said bag. This
1: would be even more extreme than that, to be fair, because this, like, this is a surefire thing.
2: Yeah. And he's 19, so.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, done deal. He's sold. Uh, I agree, and I think Red Bull technically will with Lawson, but. Depends yeah, you technically, like yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. This is going to lead us into <laughs> our grid, so to speak. This is a f- our entry point. What will be the shock of silly season.
2: Um, right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say the team that my shock involves first, then we'll see if we both have the team matched up. Okay, we'll say the driver. Mercedes.
1: Yeah, this entire market. So the biggest shock we've already had because of Hamilton's decision. Yeah. The domino now from this, if Mercedes takes Antonelli, that then kills the driver market somewhat because you just take one from out of F1 and put him in. If they decide not to decide not to take Antonelli and use a current existing F one driver, and that isn't Carlos Sainz, then this opens up the field entirely. If Alonso takes that seat, then chaos unfolds. Yeah, that's where we're at.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I have obviously gone Alonso to Mercedes.
1: Okay. Okay, there we go. What have you done? Mine is it's this year. If Mercedes take Antonelli, it opens up the field. That's it. Okay. That's the one decision that happens. Um, if they take Alonso, yeah, then that that's the thing that opens it up. If they take science, then it's just a, a straight swap doesn't decide anything really. Like it's
0: no,
1: uh, like Alonso says, Aston, that goes from there. But if if uh, they don't take Antonelli, they take Alonso then that Aston seat's up for grabs. Does that move then someone else from another team? Like, where does things go from there? Does Science take it? Does Sonoda take it? Where is that opening things up? Does Albon move up to Aston? What happens? What on earth happens? So does Gasly decide he wants to try and move up? You know, so, you know, I think that's the thing that opens up every, everything for, for everything else. Yeah. So that's, that's the key to the market, is what Mercedes do with that second seat. So
0: hmm.
2: there we go. Um, I just realized I fucked up big time. <laughs> one
1: have you contradicted?
2: I'd forgot about a driver until you literally just mentioned it.
0: Oh really? Okay. Well
2: Yeah, it's okay though. I got rid of someone. That,
0: yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: <laughs> right. This is the big one. a big one of sorts. Predicting the twenty twenty five grid. Okay. Uh right. This is where we attempt to try and read the land, so to speak, with Most people are still out of contract, so there's a lot to predict here. The only ones that are for certain are uh, Red Bull with Verstappen. Ferrari's lineup is now complete, as is McLaren's. Everything else, I think, is up for grabs, technically. Yes. Okay. Right, so let's just hit Red Bull out of the way. Verstappen. (laughs) And who?
2: And Lando Norris.
1: You have. Oh my no! What have you done this? You know.
2: Surely you no. Know. No. You, you haven't heard my reasoning.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Because based off the mood I saw of Lando, to find I've got a feeling that Lando's going to want out, and the opportunity of Red Bull with an offer is going to be too much to turn down. Now he's. Do, I think that He's recently he, doubled he's down re- on this. <laughs> Yeah, he's just just doubled down on this. And this obviously is me thinking that McLaren are a very distant fifth, right? Okay. So, I don't think Lando is prepared to settle for ninth and tenth. After tasting P2s, I personally think if an offer comes in, then he will take it. If it was from Mercedes, he wouldn't, right? Plain and simple. And that isn't an option anyway. So, do I think it happens... 40%. Forty percent.
1: Okay, I would give it four percent. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to take a lot to get him out, but I think if the option is there, I think he will take it.
1: Okay, uh, I say for Verstappen, and I have a couple like I could see them doing science. I think they'll do Ricardo. Yeah, that's what they want to do. So I think that's what they'll do. The science thing is interesting. Like it's, I do we think Red Bull are just waiting to give. Ricardo and Perez opportunities and if they don't show they just throw science in like do we actually think there's a future for science at Red Bull Angela, I don't know I could see it going like yeah I have science slash Ricardo so I don't know what way it goes but I think I think Ricardo will be the one they choose mm-hmm. okay right well Mercedes I think you've got sorry we didn't mention George Russell's under contract of course um, yeah so he's one what do you think for Mercedes then Russell and well, we, what do you think Alonso then yeah Okay, I will say Antonelli. I think he can handle the pressure. I think Wolf has been burned once with Verstappen, (coughs) and I think he won't make that mistake again. Uh, Oh my god! I know that take has you in bits, but it's okay. (laughs) Uh, No, I I sorry the
2: the drink went down the wrong goal. Yeah. Oh my god!
1: In there. So. I think they'll take Antonelli. I think they'll yeah. they'll kind of dull the driver market with this, but that's what, that's what Mercedes do. That's that's what they do. So
2: Boring.
1: Yeah. So they'll just take the replacement out then. Uh so yeah, Antonelli and Russell for twenty twenty five. Yeah, I'm doing it.
2: Okay. Ferrari so then, we don't need to do. No.
1: Look like a Hamilton. McLaren we don't need to do. I do. Oh sorry, you do. Sorry, you're taking you're filling a seat here. Okay, hit me. This is interesting actually. Oh this will be easy then.
2: Why? Who do you think I've gone for?
1: Well, if you have, you've uh, if you've got Norris out, then surely Carlos Sainz slots right back in. They love him. Oh. He loves them.
2: No. Because I think this will be a late deal for Norris to Red
1: Bull. Okay.
2: So, I've gone for Pierre Gasly. You've... To where he should have been anyway.
1: Yeah, you've been on this train for a few years.
2: I've always liked Gasly at McLaren. Always so
1: ghastly wow you've really shot things up here with this Norris move
2: I have it, and yeah okay. why not why not be bold let's be bold let's be let's have some fun with it uh, so then obviously that goes on to Aston
1: yeah so I, I do have Norris and Piastri there okay uh, McLaren Aston right mm. now yours should be interesting because you have a lot they still give ouch.
2: away this will give away where I think somebody else has gone. Then, so. Hmm. <laughs> Are you having hesitations? No, science. Yeah, science is
1: well That would be easy. I'm still. I'm worried about this actually happening, even if Alonso doesn't choose Aston Martin. To be honest, yeah, so. To be honest, just having because yeah, Alonso's not publicly shopping, but you you know he's he hasn't exactly reaffirmed it, his commitment
2: uh, to us. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Okay, so science and stroll. Oh, you've put stroll in. Boo, boring. Boo. Don't want to,
2: but I know it's happening. So <laughs> I can't mix up the grid that much.
1: <laughs> no, no. He just, he just has, you just have Norris moving. You have an immovable deal up to. Uh... It's not an
2: immovable deal. He's on under... there. will be performers. And not, not on this clauses.
1: not on this one. This this doesn't kick in until after the twenty five year, where there's no clauses. We'll see.
2: Mm. We'll see.
1: Allegedly, uh, Aston. I think with Antonelli there, I think Alonso will stay, and I th- I'm i I'm playing Sonoda next to. Uh, okay. To to uh, yeah, I think Stroll's done after this year. I think he just decided to play tennis or something.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, just Alonso will beat him into submission again.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Yeah, the idea is that Stroll says he has to try and be Alonso won't won't be there. So yeah, you can make the step up, I think, uh, this time. Okay. Uh should I should oh, I should have said science wouldn't I. Uh do I have do I have science in pen somewhere else? No. Okay, sorry, no, I I need to put science here 'cause I I have Ricardo and Red Bull, so I I, need, I have to put science in here. Science in Alonso. Snow can come afterwards.
2: Okay
1: uh okay yeah okay no, no, that's fine uh alpine
2: alex albon
1: i have this as an i had this as an albon destination i no longer have <laughs> this as an albon destination yeah <laughs> no longer
2: and jack Dewan.
1: doan over martins okay
2: yeah which is yeah
1: why why jack doing
2: just because he's there and nobody else will want it. <laughs> <laughs> more times would rather fuck off and do a <laughs> whack
1: are you are we sure i'm sure i don't okay so i had this as an album destination that's struck off i okay. had this as a yuki destination
2: yeah uh, I, I i well you know, you know when i sort of forgot yeah I'd forgot about Halbon.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm striking this off. By the way, when the race did their predictions a couple of weeks ago, they had Bottas in this spot. What? Yeah. I think I had Gasly and Bottas. Okay. Uh, I have Gasly here for the record. I think he will stay. I think Ocon will go. Mm-hmm. And I think this is either a last-ditch place for Yuki... Or because of now the shenanigans now have gone to play, I think Victor Martins will be in play here. I think the calibre that Martins has raced with across his junior career and how he's competed with the likes of Piastri and such, I th- just think he is, I think he will be in this spot. I think he will just usurp uh, doing in that uh, Alpine setup. And I think And I think because the options will be so shit now that no one wants to go to Alpine, I just think now they'll actually dip into their talent for someone who actually wants to be there.
2: Yeah, and imagine a, it's a lineup of Doohan and fucking Victor Martins.
1: Yeah, imagine it could be that. It'd be bad. a good lineup. I'd be fine with it. No, I don't, I'd be fine with that. Uh, you know, you have a rookie lineup while you're bad, and then when you, hopefully when you're good again-ish, then the drivers will be better.
2: But I think Martens yeah. is a
1: good is a good spot here for this. Especially now, I think that this place is a lot more uh, a lot less attractive now to anyone. So yeah, just mm. go young, go French. You know, keep your all French lineup if you really want to, and. Yeah, go from there. I think that's... Assuming this is all... Yeah, this is all... I'm assuming Martins top three. I think Martan's has to be top three.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't think he's the same liberty that Behrman has. Okay. And so if Martins isn't top three, I'll go Yuki in the spot. RB, right. This is... Okay, so... I could have both here. I have... Yeah, so... I've got contingencies here. If Sainz... Doesn't if science isn't Red Bull, then Ricardo stays. Yeah. Uh if Ricardo goes, then Yuki stays. Okay. Uh and then I have Lawson. So but I could see it going so I could see them retaining this lineup. I could see one going, one leaving, both going. But I'm gonna hedge my bet that one of Yuki and Ricardo will be with the team in twenty twenty five and they will go with Lawson.
2: Agreed. So I know As long... much as I have battered on the point of they're going to clean sweep it, I just don't think their juniors are good enough.
1: Yeah, I think it was a few years ago that may have been the case, but I think things have shifted now. I think they do value the experience now. Yeah. And I think they'll just keep that on board. So, yeah.
2: I have Ricardo.
1: Okay, you have Ricardo. I have Yuki uh, by definition then because I have Ricardo at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Yuki and Liam, which I don't think is a great partnership for chemistry because Lawson was pretty pissed and Sonoda was pretty pissed about how he was treated when Sonoda when Lawson was there and I completely agree. Um yeah. h- looking back, how they shafted Yuki at his home race and allowed him to finish behind Lawson when Yuki had more pace and bare tires, but the fact they weren't contending for points, they just left Lawson in eleventh uh was absolutely yeah. unacceptable for Yuki's home race. Unacceptable. hmm Um so yeah, that was really shitty. So I, I don't think that's a great lineup, but uh, yeah, I think that's the lineup that will happen. So yeah, Yuki in loss and then for RB. Okay. Sauber, this is the one I think has the most
2: change. I think it's pretty obvious change, to be honest. Okay, so we both... Yeah, I think we've both got the same. So
1: yeah. uh, let's just both rule out, we've both got Esteban Ocon in here. Yes. Right, I guarantee I don't have the same driver you do for the second one.
2: Right, so I've got Hulkenberg.
1: I do not have Hulkenberg. Okay. I have Sergio Perez.
2: Okay. That's never happened in a million years. You don't think so? Perez and Ocon. Really? Oh,
1: shit. They've moved on. They've grown up. All right? They've they've grown up. They
2: haven't. Right. This is Esteban Ocon you're talking about. Perez (laughs) probably has. Fuck on that I didn't awesome.
1: even that oh, I didn't even cross my mind. I just put two individuals in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! I just didn't want to boot Perez out of F one entirely. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I was the
2: same. I didn't have. But a... But then ch- I had to. I had to change.
1: Fuck it, anyways. Oh no. Okay. Right. Damn it. Okay. This can I, I can still change this. Ah oh, shit! No, I can't. No. I'm okay. I'm. I'm. They've grown up, even though they haven't. They've grown up, right? We're just pulling Perez and Ocon in. Thankful for a new opportunity at, at a team again. They've grown up. It's seven years later, eight years, six, seven years later. You know, bygones be bygones. They've both won races. Uh, you know, forget it. Let's just pretend. <laughs> Let's pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck's sake. Right. Okay. Damn it. Um, Williams.
2: Okay, Antonelli.
1: Oh, you're doing it. Okay.
2: And Yuki.
1: Okay, this is an interesting Yuki spot as well. Um,
2: Sideways, but I think it would give him the platform to perform for a year, and then he would leave.
1: I'd really like it. Now, I now I hope that uh, if you're Yuki's agent, you do not say that to James Fowles. <laughs> Because no you question.
2: because in theory you
1: end up with a lineup where they both end up leaving after a year or two, which is not great. No. Uh okay. So I I really like Yukina Williams. I love that.
2: Yeah, same.
1: I don't have it though. No. So because I've not placed Albon anywhere else, I think he will stay at Williams.
2: Originally, yeah, I would have had him there.
1: The, uh, the grass is not greener on the other side for Albon. Go. Okay. So just stay. Um, plus, you're building, like, as long as Vows is there, like, Albon's young enough to still be going with this project. They will make a step up this year. I think it will entice them to stay. Plus, I think everywhere else will disappear. I think that's yeah, fine. fine. So, Albon stay at ah, Williams. That's absolutely fine.
2: I know where you're going now.
1: Valtteri Bottas is sliding back in at Williams.
2: Not where I thought you was going, actually.
1: Yeah, I was going to do that. I did initially maybe have two other Martans here, but we're, sl- we're sticking Valtteri back in to reunite um, Bottas and James. Um, give two good drivers, give Williams a chance to kind of figure out what they are the next few years. And maybe, you know, they have your, you've got two solid drivers who will compete. They will bring you up the grid as you need to. They'll serve a purpose. Bottas is if Bottas is interested in staying in F1, which he says he is, then happy days, we go first. Um, and we rock with Albon as our main, and then Bottas has a few steady years left, and we see where the market is again, and we go from there. Where you just establish if you want to bring up your own juniors, wherever the case is, but you've got two solid hands and Albon and Bottas. Let's build something, let's move forward with leading with Albon. Okay. Okay. And not get shafted with other drivers then leaving from other academies. Yeah. Which would be the case against Antonelli, Duan,
2: Martins, etc. If Duan uh, doing to go there, I think he would have to leave.
1: In the same way Joe left the Alpine Academy? Yeah. 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 Or the Renault Academy, rather, at the time. No, it would be Alpine.
2: Yeah, but if Martins comes up, say, Ocon does fuck off and nobody wants to go to Alpine. And Mortans wins their two championship, and Mortans gets the seat. Then I'm fully in the seat. The two leaves anyway.
1: Okay, yeah, I think that would be right. I think that would be the right thing. Yeah. Um, last and Hass.
2: Right, we we both got Bearman. We both right? Bearman, and you've got Sergeant.
1: No, I don't have Sergeant here. Well,
2: what did you fucking on about earlier on then?
1: <laughs> I said, I said, I, thought, I said Sergeant's his last year for.
2: Yeah, I th- I thought you alluded to the fact earlier on that you were like. Oh, the decision will be with Jean. Yeah, it will low, be with Jean. With some, with someone else. Yeah, his because, loyalties will know, be clear.
1: What, what else does Jean has like? Money. Right.
2: So you've gone gone New Joe. Call
1: New Joe, exactly.
2: Yeah, well, I I thought loyalties as an American.
1: <laughs> oh no, I didn't think that. So you've do you, so who do you have?
2: Someone also who has plenty of money, but not quite enough. Plenty. As of last year.
1: But not quite. Are you thinking Djokovic? I am. Oh, I am indeed. Okay.
2: Just because I think it's about time. And then he has one year in his boot. His hat bust. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Joe just because brings in sponsors, brings in money. He's quick enough. He'll be fine. And that's it. That's all Gene Haas cares about.
2: Originally, I did, and then I changed it last minute. I had Joe in there. Mm. And then I was like, oh shit, what about Drugovich? Yeah,
1: Drugovich is not bad often, to be fair, if you want to roll the dice, but yeah. Okay. So, so that would
2: be how many new drivers this year, Luke? You've got quite One, a few. Two, three, four, five, five four, five. Five new drivers. <laughs> That's a quarter of the grid. That's a quarter of the grid. Between, right, for, for a fact, I know two of them are happening, right? Yeah. Regardless, in Lawson and Bevan. Yes, possibly a hyphen on a third on Antonelli.
1: I think he'll be in this, in one like he'll be in regardless whether it's Mercedes or Williams is really what you're deciding here. I think.
2: No, if he's fucking fifteenth. Yeah, but we don't,
1: we don't. We don't expect that.
2: No, we don't expect that. But if he is fifteenth, then he isn't coming up.
1: No. So. <laughs> okay, so let's recap then. Uh, Red Bull. I've got Verstappen and Ricardo.
2: Max and Lando.
1: Mercedes is Russell and Antonelli.
2: Russell and Alonso.
1: Leclerc and Hamilton for Ferrari. Yeah. Norris and Piastri and McLaren.
2: Piastri and Gasly.
1: Okay. Uh, Aston Martin have got Alonso and
2: Sainz. Sainz and Strong.
1: Alpine have got Gasly and Martins.
2: Albon and Dewar.
1: RB have got Sonoda and Lawson.
2: Ricardo and Lawson
1: So I've got Perez and Ocon
2: Ocon and Hogan That is, a,
1: that is, an, over, that is an, an oversight on my behalf But I've got to stick with it I really want to keep Perez on the grid Um, and That's where I just saw, I saw the land going Williams I've got Albon and Bottas
2: Nuki and Antonelli
1: And then Haas I've got Guan Yu, Joe, and Oli Behrman
2: Behrman and Drugovic
1: Okay, right There's our 2025 driver lineup Let's see how many we get wrong slash right. This'll be fun. I, I do love that the lineup shit. So Yeah, yeah. same. And it's gonna
2: be catastrophically wrong for me.
1: Likely, but you knew what you you knew what choices you were making. Yeah,
2: that's the whole point.
1: Right. Uh let's predict then. Do you want to do the drivers first or the constructors?
2: Drivers. Okay. I think I've done twenty drivers here. If I've missed someone, I don't really care.
1: I also did twenty drivers this year. <laughs> okay so let's get the obvious should we just what do you want to work from the bottom up or top down
2: go top down because I've probably missed someone
1: okay so obviously we've got both Verstappen at the top yeah uh, Leclerc second
2: yeah
1: I'm putting Perez third just because that car will be too good
2: i put Sainz third
1: okay I have Sainz in fourth
2: Perez in fourth
1: okay so we have the same top four then okay uh, I'm putting Norris in fifth
2: okay jeez.
1: yeah ahead of Hamilton yeah
2: I've got Hamilton in fifth.
1: Okay, I have Hamilton in sixth.
2: Alonso in sixth.
1: Okay, I've got Alonso in seventh.
2: Lando in seventh.
1: Russell in eighth.
2: <laughs> yeah, Russell in eighth. Yeah, that's what we both said? <laughs>
1: yeah, bounce Russell back here. Most, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still behind Alonso. Yeah, but it, it still could be close. That's the thing. Well, I mean, it was very close this year between that gaggle, not Russell, but you know, that gaggle yeah. in general. Uh, so I'm guessing then we've got Piastri in ninth. Yeah. Right, here we go. This is where it begins to get interesting. I have Ricardo in tenth. Stroll, I've stroll behind him. Yuki, yeah, I I know I've just predicted. Yeah, let me swap Sonoda and Ricardo because I've just I've said Ricardo would beat, or I said Sonoda would beat Ricardo. So I'm put Ricardo in tenth. Sorry, Sonoda tenth. St- I'm putting Ricardo eleventh. I'm putting Stroll twelfth. Actually, I'm shifting on that.
2: Ricardo is eleventh. Bottas is twelfth.
1: Wow, you're putting a big Bottas here.
2: Yeah, and then gets booted out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Apparently. so so, so Piastri 9th, uh, Snow 10th, Ricardo 11th, Stroll 12th, Albon 13th.
2: Yep, I have Albon 13th.
1: I have Gasly after that.
2: F- I have Juanjo. Joe.
1: They'll figure it out. They'll get some points. They'll score, outscore the Cybers. So, I've got Gasly and Ocon then next.
2: I have Joe, then Gasly, then Ocon.
1: I have Bottas where you have Ocon. Mm-hmm. Hulkenberg.
2: Yep, same. Joe. Logan.
1: Then I've got Logan in 19th. What
2: the fuck have I missed?
1: Then I've got Magnussen in 20th.
2: Magnussen's last. Yeah. That's all I know. I think that's everyone. Yeah. I thought it was everyone, but I Mm. I swear I'm missing one. So, recap. I've got Verstappen,
1: Leclerc, Perez, Sainz, Norris, Hamilton, Alonso, Russell, Piastri, Sonoda, Ricciardo, Stroll, Albon, Gasly Ocon, Bottas, Hulkenberg, Joe... Logan, K-Mag.
2: And to me for recap, I have Max, Charles, Sainz, Perez, Hamilton, Alonso, Norris, Russell, Piastri, Stroll, Sonoda, Ricardo, Bottas, Albon, Joe, Gasly, Ocon, Hulk, and Berg. Sargent <laughs> um, and Magnussen.
1: Okay, so we both have Magnussen in last then. Okay. Yes. So we'll see how that goes towards the end of the season. Now, predict the constructors. Okay, now I will say this is different to where they line up in Bahrain. So like I think Alpine will be eighth or ninth in Bahrain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't see that carrying on. So let's just get Red Bull out of the way for a stop for, for top. Yeah. And I think we've got Scuderia Ferrari in second.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now third.
2: Mercedes.
1: I have Mercedes too on the balance that their driver lineup will be too strong
0: yeah, on agreed. the
1: whole. Even though I have Norris to outscore Hamilton but I think there will be a gap between Russell and Piastri. Yeah. So, I know I said they may be quite close but I just think that combined might of Hamilton and Russell would be too much for McLaren.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do have McLaren fourth though. Same. Because Aston's long struggles are always doomed to be last of this group. Yeah, so they'll so they'll be fifth, regardless of what Alonso does. Mm -hmm. Um, RB then a comfortable sixth. Yep. Alpine will recover to seventh.
2: Now this is the first difference.
1: I am. I may regret not putting Williams here. I've put Williams here. I think you might be right in the long term. I'm going to just stick with Alpine. I just. I'm just going to. Yeah, I think they'll stay seventh. Okay. Or oh, I'll come back to seventh, rather. I just... It's, most, it's more so because I just think Ocon and Gasly will do enough combined to outdo Albon on his own compared to Sargent. That's that's it.
2: Okay.
1: If they had a better driver in for their second seat, I think it would be an easy Williams uh, over Alpine. But I just don't quite see it that way. Okay. So, I do have Williams after Alpine for,
2: for eighth. I have Sauber in eighth.
1: Okay. I have Sauber in
2: ninth. I have Alpine in ninth.
1: And then we both have Haas ringing up the field.
2: Yeah. So it's them three positions we've got different.
1: Okay. So
2: to recap, I've got Red Bull, Ferrari,
1: Mercedes, McLaren, Aston, RB, Alpine, Williams, Sauber, and Haas.
2: I have Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, Aston, RB, Williams, Sauber, Alpine, Haas. Okay.
1: Uh, so there's our predictions. We we another sweep for Verstappen and Red Bull. Then so a fourth driver's title coming the way of Verstappen. He'll do four in a row, just like Vettel and Schumacher did, and Hamilton did as well before him. Yes. So, uh Lastly, then just I didn't, I didn't put this on the dock, but uh, other champions from other divisions, etc., other categories. I knew he was going to do this. Yeah. So.
2: Right. Ff one on the top three. F2. I think two, we'll have the same three. top three.
1: Okay, so Antonelli is winning the title.
2: I have Victor Martins winning the title.
1: I have him ahead of Martins.
2: I have Behrman in second.
1: And I'll put Behrman third.
2: Antonelli third. But this is super close and one race, one race changes it all. Okay. So Martins takes it at the last race.
1: I think we're in for a good Maloney year in F2.
2: Yeah, no. I, I would have pulled a Maloney in fourth.
1: I think Mulline would be in top five. I don't know what to make of Bortoletto. I, I really don't
2: know. I'm gonna put Cushman in fifth.
1: Oh dear. Um wow, okay. Do yep. we see any bounce back for Hadjar? We've, kind of, we've completely ignored him in the driver market.
2: Um
1: no. I don't think so either. Uh and prediction to what Academy Taylor Barnard gets signed to? McLaren. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. F three. What do we think?
2: Difficult to lay the, oh. look at the land of this
1: one. I'm quite yeah. torn by this one. I'm in two minds. I think Stenchorn will be up here. Yep, I agreed. Luke Browning should be.
2: He should be in the high tech.
1: I don't know how to feel about Lindblad. Yep. I think Ramos will be an interesting one to watch.
2: Santiago Ramos. Son of obviously surgery Ramos. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> uh I was reading for Alex Dunn and see what Tim Chammitz does. But yeah, I'm gonna say Stenshorn. I'm gonna go for another rookie champion.
2: I've gone Limblad.
1: I just didn't yeah, I I, was... I
2: don't know much about him, but I saw he was Red Bull and I was like, okay. Yeah and I watched a video on on Facebook the other day and it was some Dutch guys doing carting and they asked Limblad to do a lap around the track and he was like twenty seconds a lap quicker than him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, I wasn't convinced by his performance in uh, Formula Regional Middle East. I know, like now he did yeah. leave early because he did F three testing say with Stenchorn, but and Mumbai Falcons had a very weird kind of start to the season. They're usually top dogs in that category in the uh, Middle East mm-hmm. Formula Regional Middle East, so it was a weird one. Yeah, but, yeah. Um I don't know what to expect for Begunovic and Mini as returning drivers. They should be up there, really, in theory. Mini should
2: be up there. Not I'm not high on Begunovic. I never have him.
1: Pogrebec stocked like a big hit last year. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, and now Aaron's moved away from him, which is interesting. Like there was those two who were kind of joined at the hip, and now now they're now they're separate. I just think Stenjor is the crop of that class. Browning will be yeah. interesting to watch as well. Um, okay, formally E. What do we think?
2: I already said this a month ago, John or Vern.
1: Vern. I'm going with Cassidy. Pretty simple. I would,
2: have, based off this season so far, I would say Cassidy. If I, if I could change my mind, but I don't recommend to burn, so. mm.
1: uh IndyCar.
2: Oh, fuck, I forgot about IndyCar. Uh... Do you think there's anyone
1: that could rival Pillow this year? Yeah. You do? Don't say it. No, what do you think of? Don't even think about saying Will Power or Scott Dixon.
2: No, I was thinking something worse
1: worse what could be what could be no no not kyle kirkwood
2: <laughs> it, it sprung to mind when i first thought about it Oof, don't you see andretti three cars more tension
1: do we think there's a bounce back andretti here
2: i think so yeah because them liveries are fire absolute fire
1: what do we think about ericsson
2: i don't know i think he's made a mistake personally Oh, and in the fact, you've got five fucking oh, bloody hell!
1: Well, who else? Like, we've got who are the main Ganassi drivers now?
2: So well, just... you got five Ganassi drivers:
1: Plow, Armstrong. Um, sounds close on that list. It doesn't read really, the rest. Don't really matter, do they? Other than Dixon,
2: Dixon. Um, then you got the Swede who got a couple of races last year. What's his name? Oh, uh, Lindqu- Lindquist. Yeah, honest one first. And then there's another one. I think it's Tiffin. Mm. Something like that. But I he's in it for a few races, not all of them.
1: I was going to say in Joseph Newgarden.
2: You're saying Newgarden?
1: Yeah, I'll just go with Newgarden.
2: Okay, I think it's time.
1: You think for Pato? I think
2: it's time, think it's time for Pato.
1: Oh, I did think about Pato. I, did. I think it's time.
2: Has to be. Mm. Has to fucking be. Mm.
1: Indy 500 winner.
2: Pop me
0: in for
1: Malukas. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. I am going to go... I also think it's time for Pato to finally win.
1: It is it is definitely overdue at this stage.
2: Yeah, finally win on the big stage. I think it would be... I think McLaren are going to suffer in Formula 1 this year, but... Do well in Formula E? Uh, Formula E? <laughs> no, IndyCar. definitely not in Formula E in IndyCar.
1: <laughs> uh, do you care to add a weck to the list? Is there, it's like a team is more so like it's
2: it's for a team? You know my answer. It's
1: just the number seven uh, Toyota.
2: No, it's Ferrari. Fifty <laughs> or
1: fifty-one.
2: I've just gone Ferrari. Just Ferrari. As long as it's a Ferrari. Um,
1: I'd like to say something other than a Toyota, but. Uh, We'd have one of the Hertz, one of the JOTA cars.
2: Yeah, the button one. Yeah, And the nosh. eyelet one. Yeah. Button highlight lineup. That would be nice. Let me, uh you... Motor GP I'm going to chuck in. Mock mockers, baby.
0: Okay.
1: No. no. Okay. So, uh, almost three hours later, I think yeah, I think we probably will have to split this into two.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. So maybe what? Well, so maybe uh Tuesday and Wednesday it'll have to be. Uh, yeah, I think I think we'll do that. So, yeah, okay. So there we go. Those are our twenty twenty four F one predictions slash preview. Uh, a lot of ground covered there. Uh, so, I hope you wrote down your answers because
2: I did. I will was save writing them you. Down this year. So much time.
1: So yeah, s- uh, send send them to me, and I'll send you mine. Because otherwise, it will make uh, it will make the end of year uh, difficult for us both. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before the eve of the F one season begins? Because it will be literally be the eve because it will be all, uh, does practice actually go on Thursday this time then?
2: It's Thursday this year. It's yeah. the first two.
1: Okay. So yeah, it will when this comes out on Wednesday, will, the second part comes out on Wednesday it will be the literally the eve of the season.
2: Yeah. So. Tune in next year it's for a four hour I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't think this would go this long this time. I really didn't.
2: You've added, like, 20 more questions. Were there
1: 20 more questions? I thought I would actually topped out a few this year.
2: Yeah, but uh, you might have done, but these ones were a lot more detailed.
1: I did something about 12 minutes, I think, on the RB discussion.
2: You you did. I was sat there, and I was like, okay. I just, I, I
1: don't know. Like, I still don't know. <laughs> I, I'm fascinated. Right, I won't delete that any longer. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, this, um, special edition of the switchback formula one podcast it has been our preseason predictions uh great fun as always i look forward to the nonsense we get to reflect on at the end of the year as we always do after 24 uh, 30 races actually at the end I was of this
2: gonna year say, 30 races bro
1: yeah happy days so
2: do you even know f1 uh,
1: do i even f1 bro i don't i don't, I don't think so do f1 bro do f1 <laughs> Oh dear So thanks as always For joining us For this wild ride uh, Hopefully it made it A little bit more bearable Over two
2: And a bearable
1: Bearable over two episodes That said We are releasing For the first time ever A Monday episode A Tuesday episode A Wednesday
2: episode Triple threat baby
1: So there's a lot to digest But Hopefully maybe Into more manageable stages But anyways uh, thanks, My thanks as always For listening I've been Graham
2: I have been Shit I had something now you can oh, shish well der, der podcaster
0: <laughs>
2: oh dear
1: and we shall see you next time
2: goodbye